welcome to Skull News, brought to you by the Yankee and the Brit. It's our newest show. We're going to have one about the Cowboys from my boy, Maddie. But what I want to do is every week take you through what's going on in the land of Skull Nation. So here we are. We're right up against the trade deadline. Um, the Vikings had just come off the win against the Cardinals, which was stressful as fuck. So if you're a Vikings fan, you absolutely know what I mean, because it's like the Vikings get up 10, 11, 14 points in a game. And then it's like they're like, hey. This seems a little too easy. Let's see if we can make it fucking harder on ourselves. They let the other team back in. The only thing I'll say is, unlike years past, when the momentum shifts, the Vikings come out on the field, put their foot on a neck, and take it back, and winning games that they would have lost. Last year, 6-1, and one, I couldn't be much happier, except fuck the Eagles. But besides that, I couldn't be much happier um, with the way the season's going. But like I said, we're up against the trade deadline. We've seen a few injuries yesterday. So what does that mean for the Minnesota Vikings? Well, let's start with some of the injuries. We saw Irv Smith got hurt. Adam Thielen got hurt. Zadarius Smith came off the field hurt. And Tomlin got hurt. Or Tomlinson got hurt. Tomlinson is the one that worries me the most. He's week to week with that calf. It seems like everybody else is day to day with their injuries. So I'm guessing Z, Irv Smith, Thielen will all be playing next week against the commanders. But with Tomlinson out, that's huge because he is a big part of the run defense for the Vikings. He is a huge part of eating up two to three um, linemen at a time, freeing up the linebackers to make plays. He's huge. And I know that there's some rumors out there that the Vikings have been on the phone with the Dominican Sue's people to maybe come in if he'll take the vet minimum. I know at the beginning of the year, his people reached out to the Vikings, but he wanted like $9 million a year, and there's no way the Vikings could or would pay that for Ndamukong Sue. So if he's willing to come off the money now that the Vikings are a contender and he just wants to play some football, make some cash, and maybe get himself a ring in 2023, then, you know, you can never have too many rings, right? Ask Brady. So... That would be big for the Vikings if they got him at the right price. I don't know how much Sue has left in the tank, but I got to believe he's got something left in that tank. Um, I know that being part of the North before, and there's some people in the North who really don't have high opinions in the Dominican Sue for some of the on-field stuff that he did. But for the Vikings, he'd be great. He'd fill in a need right now. You could let Tomlinson heal, give him more uh, um, rest. And you could interchange horrible Harry. You could have, you know, a nice rotation there in the middle. But what I keep hearing is the Vikings are in the market for another receiver. They're in Odell Beckham's top choices for coming back. They're in the sweepstakes for Brandon Cooks. And now we hear that there's rumors that they're interested in Claypool from the Steelers. Let's break down what all that means a little bit. So let's say if they bring in Brandon Cooks, I'd love it for this year. It'd be great. Could you imagine J.J., Cooks, um, Thielen, K.J. Osborne? That fucking receiving core would be deep, deep. But there comes the problem now because Thielen's contract's about to jump to about $19 million, and Cooks would be around the same for next year. 
This year wouldn't be a problem because they'd only have to pick up a million and something of Cook's contract. But then where do you go next year? Does that mean we're losing Adam Thielen for Cooks because they're about at the same age? And I, I don't know that Cooks is a better receiver at this point in his career than Adam Thielen. So why would we get rid of a hometown kid who got a great story, who's from the area, you know, Mankato State, paid to go to a combine, ends up a Viking star receiver? I don't see you give it. Why would you give that up for Cooks? Now, if you could figure out a way to renegotiate with everybody and keep all three, that'd be fine. But what makes most sense for me, two things. One, the Claypool trade. Trading for Claypool, if you can get the right value, is the smartest move because he cost you less than two mil or less than a million for the rest of this year, less than two million for next year. You got enough room to keep um Thielen, JJ, him. Um, KJ all together. So you'd at least be guaranteed two years. He's younger than both um, Thielen and Cooks and him and JJ for years to come would be a monstrous duo. Claypool can stretch the field, make some amazing catches. I know he has some bonehead moments at times. I think that's a lot to do with like the system, like the Viking system, Ram system, McVay's, whatever you want to call it, Shanahan mixture. It's very quarterback and wide receiver friendly. So as a receiver, I would definitely want to come in there, play with JJ. He's going to you're going to be open a lot more because everybody's going to be doubling, tripling Jefferson. Kirk Cousins is a very accurate quarterback given the time to throw. The offensive line is doing a lot better than I expected this year because of the atrocity they were the, for years before. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Claypool to me makes the most sense or an OBJ. But an OBJ would only be a half a year rental, not even. You're going to take him in probably around Thanksgiving, beginning of December, take him through a playoff run. Then he's going to want a big contract. OBJ is only coming in for a half a year to somebody to get paid again next year, which you can't blame the guy. He's getting older. He wants that last contract. And let's be real. If he didn't get injured, he's the MVP of last year's Super Bowl. He already knows the system because Kevin O'Connell was his offensive coordinator. So there's not much of a learning curve there. I'm sure there's some nuances, some a little bit changes here and there. OBJ would be able to pick up really fast, come right into the starting lineup. As soon as he's ready, he could play. So OBJ makes sense if you're just looking for this year. Let's make a run in the playoffs, see what we can do. Because once you're in the tournament, you never know. But I love the idea of Claypool. I really do. And I was on the let's trade for Brandon Cooks bandwagon until I seen they want a second and a late round pick for a guy who's going to be 30 and he's got to get paid next year with 18 million or 19 million, something like that. Him and Thielen's contracts are really close. And we already got Adam Thielen who makes big catches, third down machine, red zone monster. Um, so I'm not sure giving um, up that money to Cooks makes us better than just keeping Adam Thielen. But I, like I said, the Claypool trade makes so much sense if you can get the right value for the for the trade because he's a young kid, still on his rookie deal, can keep Thielen and him with J.J. next year, won't have any of those cap issues. I think that would be the best trade for the Vikings. I think the Vikings, if they are going to be buyers, which we keep hearing that they're going to be buyers, but do you know how the uh, trade deadline goes? It's a lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, then nothing. This year, we've seen some movement more than other years. Um, reports are Ian Rappaport and other guys coming out and saying that they think there's going to be some moves before tomorrow's trade deadline. The Vikings look like they're buyers, and they might be adding to a team that's 6-1 and one with a 
The Packers got five losses. One, two, three, four, five. I don't want to rub that in, but that's five losses to one with the bye week. Four and a half um, game up on the Packers. Should win the division. Hey, this is the year. Let's make that run. Let's make that run. Let's go all in and make that run as long as we don't mortgage our future to do it. Because this team is going to be good for some years to come. Looks like we got the right guy in Kevin O'Connell. King of the North, baby. King in the North. That's right. Kevin O'Connell, King in the North. He came in, flipped the locker room culture, got the Vikings playing winning football, got them winning games they thought that they would have lost last year, got them believing that they're never in too bad of a situation to come back. I love where the locker room of the Vikings is. I really wish we'd string a whole game together with offense, defense, special teams. It, it's it's stressful right now being a Vikings fan watching these games. At least this one didn't come down to like three, four points, but still the Vikings defense stepped up. It was huge, huge to see Patrick Peterson and Jordan Hicks, both dudes who wore C's on their chest for the Arizona Cardinals, come up big. Pat P, three defense, uh, Pat, uh, passive, wow, I can't even talk. Three pass defenses. Jordan Hicks made the biggest stop on fourth down, put his shoulder down, knew right where to be, and lit it up. So it was huge to see what the dudes coming from um, the Cardinals used to be captains of the Cardinals to have great games against their former team. Really excited about the six and one D hop and that one handed catch was just insanity. Harrison Smith had him covered. There's nothing you can do on that one except just chalk it up to D hop. But the Vikings are for real. The Vikings are one of the top four teams in the NFC right now. And you can argue with me if you want, put it in the comments, tell me why you think I'm wrong, but I got a pretty compelling argument on why I say they're in the top four for sure. And I have a number three in the NFC power rankings, just the NFC right now. So make that move. Go get somebody. If it's a Claypool, I don't love the idea of Cooks because of his contract. You want OBJ on the one-year rental. Somebody else I'm not even hearing or thinking about. If it makes this team better and it's good for the long haul, I'm all for it. Go make that move. All right, let's talk about them being sellers. Because there's a lot of chatter that um, Alexander Madsen might be on the trading block. And shameless plug time. If you missed our conversation with Alexander Madison, I have the clips on the Yankee and the Brit where you can go watch all the football questions that were given to him and the interview. Or you can go watch the whole episode on OvertimeHustling.com um, or at YouTube backslash Overtime Hustling because he talks about his music career and different things that I am at, um, I am gifted charity he runs and what he does with that and different things. But Alexander Madison was a great dude to talk to. It was one of the pinnacles, if not the pinnacle of my podcasting career. I really enjoyed that. So if you want to go check that out, that's back in our catalog of videos, go check that out. But Alexander Madison being on the trading block. Hmm. I got mixed feelings about this. And here's why. The one reason I would say if you got the right offer, trade Alexander, is because he is going to be a starting running back on another team next year. That's just plain and simple. The Vikings are not going to be able to afford to keep him. He wants to be a starting running back, which you can't blame him. And he's good enough. That guy could start on 20 to 25 teams right now in the NFL without a question. So he's going to move on. So it's that old 
let's get something for him before it's too late. But, and this is the big, huge elephant in the room. Naganu. Well, I can't even speak. um, Chandler. Cook. These are all really good running backs, and the Vikings are deep at running back. But who's the big back you're going to bring in? When you need a yard and a half, two yards, three yards, those guys aren't big backs. Madison's that big back. Watch that the last couple of times he scored a touchdown. Just shaking motherfuckers like, get off of me. Get off me. Like, the dude's a monster. And he's the big back we need. He is the great, great compliment to Delvin Cook. So if we're worried about making a run this year, it might not be smart to take future draft picks, which are lottery tickets, which you don't know what you're going to get anyway. And sell this year short because I think Alexander Madsen is a huge part of this Minnesota Vikings offense. And to get rid of him now, I think hurts the team. And I know Kowasi and Kevin O'Connell, their their job is to forward think, forward think, always thinking three years down the road, always thinking of rosters and cap space and everything three years down the road. I know they dumped a bunch of uh, Rick Spielman's picks this year. They got, they're bringing in their own guys. I get that. You want draft picks. You want to bring in your own type of guys to go with this team. But let's not sell this season short when we're playing as good as we are and we haven't even played our best football yet. With Don't sell us short by getting rid of our complimentary back. Let's let him ride out the last season in Minnesota and let's see what we can do with this team. All right, guys, I'm going to be coming back at you weekly with Skull News. So make sure you tap in, hit that like, hit that subscribe, check out all the other shows on the Yankee and the Brit. You like NBA? Montana and Manoli are fucking killing it on Well Beyond the Arc. You like WWE? We got more of that coming back, man. We just had some personal life shit going on with some of the hosts because, hey, they're trying to better their lives and make some moves right now, but it's coming back. They're starting to get more time. You like NFL? Don't miss the pregame shows. Every Thursday and Monday, you can get me and Maddie right before the NFL kickoff. Or every Thursday and Sunday, sorry. And starting on Mondays, we're going to drop you a little 30-minute video on what we saw for the week. So don't miss that. Don't miss Maddie bringing you all the Cowboy news if you're a Cowboys fan. And if you are, I'm sorry. Life's just rough sometimes. Also, Real Talk with Jay. Great interviews, great guests. I have a great time with these artists, man. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you check that out and make sure you go over to Overtime Hustling on YouTube. So that's YouTube backslash Overtime Hustling. And make sure you tap into reactions or Cuzzo or Overtime Reactions with Cuzzo. Turf Tales. Turf Tales is a great show. Make sure you check that out every Friday. Winging it with our boy Freezes um, and Payne Gusto. Also, King Dell, Moolah sometimes, and she says some crazy shit. And don't miss your boy Jay on the playlist with my boy Payne Gusto every Wednesday. YouTube backslash Overtime Hustling. All right, guys. I really appreciate you tapping in. I hope you enjoy. I love my Vikings, so you know I'll be coming back with you with every week with some Vikings news. And before we go, one more shout out to King in the North, Kevin O'Connell. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I really appreciate you. One world, one love. Deuces.